Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Plan with the Tax Man. Thanks for hanging out with us here on the podcast with Tony and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And this week, we're going to run the numbers. A million bucks. How long will it last in some different areas around the country? People are always wanting to know. They think this million dollars is the magical number. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. So we're going to talk about what it might look like if you're living in different parts of the country. And uh, Tony, what's going on, my friend? Are you going to hang out with me today? I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. You know, it's uh, spring. I'm off my, I forgot to mention, this, off my my second shot oh, okay. for the, the vaccine. And so... Did it put you uh, down like a lot of people, the second one? I'll tell you, you know, we my wife and I went to get them the same time, same mm-hmm. place uh, from our uh, doctor. And yeah, I had some symptoms and she had none. Hmm. Uh, Everybody's yeah, different. Day, I, 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 yeah, I had about seven hours of the, what everybody's kind of talking about, you know, body aches, uh, fever, mm-hmm. and then boom, it just went away. I don't know. Hmm. Very interesting. But, yeah. Yeah, it's affecting everybody a little bit differently how, you know, how it goes around it. But it does seem to be yeah. that the second one, for the most part, definitely smacks some people around a little bit. Although it sounds like mm-hmm. your wife got lucky, so. Yeah. And you're so probably like, you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> my she wife was, and I she are very. Was giving com- me a hard time. Was she really? Yeah, I was laughing. I was like, my wife and I are competitive. She's probably been like, hey, hey. but then yeah. she would have taken care of me. So, yeah, all good, all good. So anyway, so let's. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear that you're you're back on the mend and doing well. So let's talk about this. We'll have some fun this episode. How long will a million bucks last? That seems to be that arbitrary number, Tony, that everybody loves to throw around. I need a million bucks, right? I need a million bucks. And I get it. It's sexy. It's a good round number, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Who wouldn't want to say they're a millionaire, right? So. Yes. All those kinds of things. So there's a study by Yahoo, Yahoo Finance, uh, and they wanted to see how long a million dollars would last you in retirement based on the city that you're in or the state. And so they took into account, Tony, some various things. Of course, you've got this information as well. We'll, We're going to both kind of go over this together with the audience. But taking into account cost of living, factoring in some basic averages for Social Security, uh, how that would play into it. And they use 65 as an average age for retirement. And they have basically the annual expenditure. So they're calculating what they thought it would look like for groceries, housing, utilities, transportation, healthcare, all totaled up to what that would look like for an annual, let's say, taking it from your retirement account, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever that dollar amount would look like. And then if that was the case, and it was kind of fairly even across the board with some control numbers here, how long would that million bucks last you? So let's jump in and uh, we'll get to Iowa in a minute, but we're going to do a few other places around the area. So California, we're going to start with the heavy hitter because we can all pretty much assume it's going to be expensive there. Oh, yeah. Surprisingly, Los Angeles wasn't nearly as bad as or San Diego as San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. Rough. Yeah, San Francisco, yeah, is is so high cost of living. And I love, I love to visit there by the way. Uh And, but yeah, to live there these days is so, so expensive. And it looks like according to this study, you know, uh, basically with $136,000 of annual expenses, which seems low in San Fran. Some of these numbers do seem low on the annual. They do seem a little low on the annual, but of course now a lot of folks might say 136,000 a year. That's oh man, that's a, that's high, right? No, but not for San Fran, but definitely high for San Fran. It it is in Des Moines, but uh, sure. Yeah. yeah, For San Fran, you know, I, I think you, you know, you're, you're, Middle income at best, and and according to this study, you know that's only going to last about eight nine years. Isn't that crazy? And nine yeah, years, I, a million bucks will last you. Yeah, 
I mean, if you've been out there at all lately, you know, just even like I say, even traveling, I mean, people talking, I go out to, to the wine country, people come up from the Bay and talk about the just crazy cost just, you know, to live in a little two bedroom mm-hmm. place. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, compared to the Midwest, it's like, it's out of this world. Now, you know, the salaries I, you know, I know are, are different out there and in, in the amounts of money, but we're talking retirement here, you know, a million bucks. Talking is a million retirement, bucks. Right, we're using this as an, yeah. yep. This is kind of the, the set number of the million dollars because so many people kind of gravitate towards that. And the reason that kind of behind this, and I think is interesting for us to discuss, Tony, is that we've said it a million times, <laughs> no pun intended. We've said it a bunch of times that, you know, everybody's number and lifestyle is going to change that. So a million yeah. for you, Tony, might be necessary, but a million for me might not, or vice versa. Not. Right? So exactly. And you know, a, a lot of I, I can't remember if you mentioned if this study was taking into account. I'm assuming they're they're spending the principal. You know, a lot of people don't want to spend the principal. They just want to live off, of course, the earnings, and then you know other, yeah. other forms of income they can't outlive. This did not security. take into account interest, which mm-hmm. was interesting. Which because <laughs> uh, you know that's going to play a big factor. Uh, and it also did not take into account long-term care or anything like that for retirees. So that's another huge component. So yeah, these numbers might be a little low, but I think if I think the idea was if you were just thinking about your annual expenses, right, the basic things we all think about to live, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. How long would that million bucks last you? So, mm-hmm. and again, uh, they factored in that those annual things were healthcare, not long-term care, but just regular healthcare, transportation, utilities, housing, and groceries. Right. So. Fairly basic. So maybe that's why the numbers are a little, to your point, you felt like 136000 was low for San Fran because it's not taking in entertainment, uh, doing things, so yes. on and so forth, right? Property tax, you know. Uh, well, housing costs, maybe property taxes in there. But anyway, let's let's continue on a little bit. So $136,000 a year is what they're estimating. 10 years is about the max you're going to get off a million bucks if you live in San Fran. Now, Los Angeles and San Diego, also DC and Boston, Seattle, all kind of fell into the next group. And you were getting about seventy-five to eighty-five thousand dollars a year cost of living there for the annual cost. And how long did that last you? I mean, according to the study, you know, thirteen to seventeen years. Which, in my mind, just again, just from visiting these places, it would seem more that those cities would be more in line with San Fran. So I and I think that would be the maximum it would you know last year is the thirteen to seventeen years right right and uh, like you said I think people listening need to take these numbers and and this is just you know your basic necessities you know this isn't accounting you know any any fun stuff this is just to you just to get by I would say right there you go yeah and pay your bills and, and so if that's the case now from a longevity or retirement planning setup Tony which whenever you're working with retirees and you're trying to help them plan for retirement. Are you going to feel comfortable with 17 years? You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what you got to be, be thinking about. Exactly. Okay. So let's keep moving along here. So Portland, Denver, Miami come in next at around 60 to 65 grand annually for expenses. Again, basic costs of living. Uh, yeah. And we're now we're a little bit more respectable length of retirement. Yeah. What do we got here? Yeah. I mean, you got 20, 22 years. I mean, you know, now you're starting to get a little closer to what financial planners start thinking about when, when they're projecting out. Mm-hmm. and I do know my son lives in Denver, been there for about a year and a half, a uh, great okay. city. Mm-hmm. But it, it, when we go to visit, I mean, it, it's higher prices for everything there. And I, I think obviously that's why the 20, 22 years versus some of these other ones you're going to mention, which uh, stretch out a lot longer. Right, right. And so if you're thinking, okay, you take that million dollars, let's go to the 4% rule for a minute, Tony. Mm-hmm. So it's a general rule of thumb. You say, I'm going to pull out 4%. I got a million bucks. I'm taking out 40 grand a year. Okay. And that's just off of your nest egg. 
So let's right. just say that's so now you add so you know social security into it. Let's say we you know whatever that might be. And so folks might say, well, okay, you know, I, I you know maybe I could go, but you know, get by with sixty grand a year. But mm-hmm. again, every area is going to be a little different. Sixty grand a year in Des Moines might be great. Might be exactly right. what you're looking for, but maybe not necessarily so much in Miami, which that one seems a little odd to me too. Uh, yeah. Let's jump over to the Midwest, Chicago, Minneapolis, mm-hmm. fifty-four thousand a year in annual expenses, and a pretty good number here from a retirement planning standpoint as far as years for a million bucks. No, it is at twenty-six to twenty-seven years. Uh, you know it, that's getting pretty good, and you know again, you know for sixty-five, you know you're talking what eighty-five, ninety-one years old, mm-hmm. roughly. And, you know, Chicago's uh, in there seems seems a little weird, but, you know, it is it is still Midwest, even though I think it's higher than Minneapolis. Minneapolis yeah. But, you know, still bigger cities, you know, but we're, we're kind of, you ever notice how this kind of creeps inward and then you get to the colder climates? As yeah, the, yeah. As all the, although Phoenix is in the next one, so that's not too bad. But, yeah, yeah you get down here to where we're at and, well, you know, it's... It's cold. It's colder. So I tell you what, let's jump. Let's go ahead and jump to the next two here. I'm going to hit Omaha, yeah. Kansas City, Louisville. Right. We're now we're in definitely more of the heartland, a little bit closer yeah. to, and we do have some numbers on Iowa. We're going to do those in just a second. But Omaha, Louis, uh, Louisville, and or Louisville, depending on how you say it, Kansas City, uh, forty three to forty seven thousand dollars a year. And if you want, Tony, we'll go ahead and just throw Iowa in here because yeah, Iowa is at forty six thousand dollars for annual expenses, and mm-hmm. so. These, which is again, this is interesting because in their same survey, they're saying thirty years uh, in those cities at that at that price, but they're saying twenty one years plus or so in Iowa. So kind of interesting. And it, that is interesting. I I don't know why that would be. Unless it's a typo. I, Iowa <laughs> does have a little higher taxes. I don't know if they're factoring that in, but could be. It uh, you know in the Midwest here. I mean, in in those other cities are obviously bigger than Des Moines is in any city in Iowa. Mm-hmm. But the, you know you're, now you're talking though again, pretty much planning for you know someone to live past ninety five, and and that's you know pretty much all you can ask out of your. As I say, is that plan. a good number? Is that what you try to do as an advisor when you're helping people? Uh, do you say, okay, look, we're going to plan for this longevity factor. We're going to shoot for I don't know a hundred, even if that might not be the case. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we generally will start out at 95 to a hundred and let the client tell us, Hey, look, I don't want to, I don't want to basically the, you know, show me some different numbers. I don't want to go out that long uh, or just at least show me some options, but we do have those conversations, Mm -hmm. but it, it starts at, at 30 to 35 years just in case, and then show them some shorter time horizons. But Never do we go down to 10 to 15 years generally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and unless that, you're retiring at 78, yes, <laughs> 75. Yeah. Unless you're doing that. Yeah. You know, but any of these these Midwestern cities, you know, if you can get by, uh, you know, at this, let's call it 50 to $60,000 you know, okay. annual expenses, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to last you a long time uh, in these Midwestern cities. And uh, the last one on the list here, uh, which kind of surprises me, this Memphis. Is, yeah. Thirty-eight thousand in annual expenses. Man, that's I low. Thought Memphis, yeah, yeah, that's low. You're talking forty-five plus years; it would last you, right? And so, I think just by looking at these, you take someone like my son, who's who's you know, only twenty-five. If you put this list up in front of him and ask him where he'd want to retire, it would be one of those those California cities. But once you get a little closer, you know, it, depending mm-hmm. on where you're at, you might want to think about things a little bit before you just rush off and. And possibly move to one of those cities. Obviously, I mean, they're all great cities, but right. Um, I think people living in those cities, though, they have to have a different outlook 
with their planners than you know somebody living in in Omaha or Des Moines or Casey or right. And that's like exactly that. the point, right? And so even yeah. even in your backyard, Tony, here in, in the Des Moines area, you're going to see people who okay. So this this survey, the study says forty six thousand dollars annual for Iowans, but let's say that might be fine for let's I don't know Cedar Rapids, you know, or or right. something like that. But maybe it's more like fifty five or sixty, you know, in Des Moines, right? Yeah. So a little bit of ebb and flow there, and so you're talking this million dollar this arbitrary number that we assign. And that's why if you're doing rules of thumb, and in a way this is kind of rules of thumb, if you're doing general guidelines, this gives you a ballpark, but then you really got to sit down and get into the minutia because this, again, we don't know for sure, but this is not taking into account you know, taxes, it's not taking into account. We It may or may not be taking into account property taxes, things of that nature. I mean, there's just a lot of other little unknowns. And of course, there's no fun money in, involved in this. This is all just basic needs. So you're going to have to tick that number up a little bit. But I started off by saying you might not need a million. We have people who are totally comfortable in retirement for 500000 But what is it that they have, right? It's, it's their lifestyle, maybe a pension. There's other things that factor in. A lot of the things that factor in, and I could say from doing a lot of tax returns on the individual level over mm-hmm. the years, that I would, I would venture to guess that just off the top of my head, at least 50% of our clients will never have anything more than, and then this is just their own savings, that the rate they're going that I see more than 250,000. If you take a number that low, mm. you know, even in Des Moines, if, if, you know, you got a little bit of social security, maybe a little bit of pension, I mean, that's not going to last you very long. So I think, you know, people got to look at that too and say, well, I need to at least shoot for a million or shoot for some higher number. Right, right. Because these lower numbers aren't going to work when you really start putting the pencil to it and they could see it in front of them. And I don't imagine too many people come in and, you know, you're a CFP, you're an EA, you've been doing this 20, almost 25 years, right? So I don't imagine people come in and say, hey, I want to go backwards in retirement. Yeah, no, they all, they all, they don't talk about it until we bring it up and we, you know, we'll ask them, especially if they're in their forties, fifties is when you're thinking about retiring and they say, well, you know, I don't know. I don't think I'll have the money. I'll just work, you know, until I can't work anymore. But that's not a, that's a plan, but not, not a very good one. Yeah. You know, I just, I, I feel for them because I, to me, it gets a little personal in the fact that, you know, we, we toil away for 40, 50 years. And then, you know, many of us don't have a whole lot left to, to show for it. And, um, Very true. If we're, you know, if we're lucky enough to be healthy, you, I, I, w- I would think most people want something better. I, it's just that sometimes, you know, that life gets in the way and they don't plan. And right. Yeah. That's what, what happens. Indeed. And, and nobody wants to hopefully reduce their lifestyle in retirement, mm-hmm. as I was saying, because you want to keep the one you've got ideally at, the, at least at that. And a lot of times we actually want to raise that up a bit, at least in the early parts of retirement. And that's the other thing that's not really talked about or factored in here is that we're going to have those earlier years of wanting to do more and so on and so forth. And so when people come in to see you for the first time, prospective clients, Tony, do they ask sometimes for hard numbers? Do they say, okay, you've got all my data, you know what I have, how long is it going to last me? Is that what they're looking for often? A lot of times they are. Yeah. I mean, they, they want to know that based on where they're at now. And, you know, if they continue on their path, you know, where will they be at? And we, we can generally kind of at least start putting some ballpark figures together. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the software is very good at this uh, these days. And then try to, you know, meet with them and discuss from there, you know, is, is this look okay to you? And if not, then, you know, how can you how do get we to where you really want to be? Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
And that's when we start looking at, you know, how you're utilizing the various investments that you have. Are you being as tax efficient as possible? And and so again, when you're talking rules of thumb, Tony, it's great to give you an outline, but until you really sit down with an advisor, you can't start dialing in the minutia of what's in going to make your plan tick and happen for you. And that's why an advisor is such a great resource to tap into. Yeah. And I, I think that too, if, for the, for the young people listening, uh, especially in their twenties, you know, it, it, it's really, if you can just get yourself in the uh, discipline of, you know, putting money away, in other words, saving for retirement, it's a long way away for you. But if, if you can do that, you know, time is on your side, you know, and oh, yeah. you, you just, You'd be amazed when you get to my age, you know, then w- w- what you've got versus somebody coming in in their 50s and saying, well, I'm, I'm really behind the game. Their amount to get to where they want to be is so high, you know, they, they really have to change their lifestyle in a lot of times. Yeah. And the key is you got to take action at some point because some point. continuing, you know, even if you are 50, I'm turning this 50 this year. And, and I often, I mean, I talk about this stuff every day and sometimes I'm like, hmm, have I done enough, you know, and it's mm-hmm. natural to have that feeling. But if you've got a good plan in place, you're working with somebody that's going to alleviate that. And then you're going to know where you need to add, where you need to take away some shortfalls or some whatever the case is. And often many people come in, even 50 plus, even, you know, just turning 50 and they're not as in bad a shape as they realize, Tony. So that's, you know, something to kind of keep in mind. It doesn't mean it's the end of the world because you didn't start sooner. It's certainly helpful if you could start sooner. But if you don't do it and come in and find out, how are you going to know? Yeah, you won't know. And you know, it's it's better to start late than not start at all. You know, you never want to give up just because you're a little mm, further exactly. along. Yep. It just uh, you know it's going to be a different for you than if you were sitting talking to me when you were 28. You know, <laughs> right? <type of> thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'd be a little different conversation. Exactly. But, uh, you know, you could you can get to you know close to where you want to be, and then who knows? Maybe who knows? Like I say, once you have some of these numbers, and you're again in the Midwest in Des Moines. Uh, you may not need a million dollars, depending on what else you have. And what kind of lifestyle do you want? I mean, if you want to just hang out on the front porch and around the homestead and you're not a busy, you know, busy body and liking to do a lot of things, well, then, you know, that's going to be a little different than someone who's constantly wanting to travel or constantly maybe, you know, adding on to the house or, you know, doing, you know, there's just a myriad of things uh, that goes into changing uh, those little aspects of the retirement. So that was our podcast this you know, this week. A million bucks. How long will it last you in some of these areas? Is it that fantasy number that we should all be shooting for? Is it you know not? It's probably not the worst idea to shoot for. And like I said, to right. kick this off, it certainly sounds sexy. And to be able to say, hey, we're a millionaire, you know, has a nice right. ring to it. But there's some data uh, to kind of let you know if that's not going to be enough or it maybe it will be. And again, uh, anything we talk about on the show, we're usually talking in generality. So you always want to make sure that you check that for your situation with a financial professional like Tony, as I mentioned earlier. He's an EA and a CFP with almost 25 years of experience. So reach out to him if you got questions at 844-707-7381, 844-707-7381. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. There's also a lot of good tools, tips, and resources. You can book some time with Tony. And uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher. Just type in Plan with the Tax Man uh, in those apps or just go to the website yourplanningpros.com and find it that way. All right, my friend, I will let you go this week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. And uh, this is kind of cool. It's interesting to see how this played out. That's right. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next time. And uh, continue to feel better. I'm glad you got your yeah. shot and, uh, and over it. So we'll see how you're doing in a couple of weeks. That's right. All right. Thanks. Sounds like a plan. We'll talk to you next time here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow. 
Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance Services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.